Guys, thank you very much for listening to the Photography Bar podcast. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok, as well as our Patreon, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Please leave us a five star review on your favorite podcast app, such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And with all that said, let's head to the bar. Hey Mark, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you very much. Looking forward to the summer though. Getting bored of yeah, this I know. now. Uh, I am. Do you know, actually, I was talking to my wife over the weekend. In fact, we've been talking about it since the beginning of the year, saying that we really want to go on holiday somewhere. We just want a bit of sunshine, bit of uh, you know, bit of bit of warm weather. And um, but there's nowhere that's really close by that's really hot, other than Spain had a bit of a heat wave, I think, last week. Um, mm, but it'd be nice mm. to go and sit by a pool for a few days and not do anything and and soak up the sun. But um, yeah. anyway, uh, Mark, I wanted to, uh, before we go off on uh, what we want to do and summer holidays yeah. and everything, um, Patreons, okay? Our Patreon channel is out oh, there. Yes. And, you know, we, we've we've got people on there now. It's great. Amara Zainab, want to give a shout out to Nick Payne yeah. again. And yeah. Carl Sherville, who joined us in the last week. Um, last week, awesome. 10 days. So, yeah, thank you very yeah. much, guys. Thank you so much for yes, thank you and very enjoying much. it as well. Thanks for the feedback as well which yeah. has been great um so mark um i know you've got something that you want to chat about today but um one of the things i want to talk about on the show and we'll come on to it um i want to talk about i've got a list of what i think are the top 10 photos that change the world oh wow that's that's quite a thing that's quite a yeah thing. that's right yeah um, um, well yeah and that's a, but we're going to come on to that yeah, looking forward to discussing that. But first of all, I, I wanted to have a, I wanted to uh, sort of discuss the story that I read. I'm not on my likely um, sort of research areas. <laughs> Normally, I am, you know, I, I go to all the, you know, the petapixels and the f-stoppers of the world to find stories. But actually, this one was from um, a site called The Pit, which is a heavy metal um, <laughs> channel that I, I kind of look at sometimes. Um, and it was about uh, there's, I mean, I think it's worth to call a legendary. Uh, so, legendary tattoo artist Kat Von D um, has been on trial for uh, alleged copyright infringement um, over a Miles Davis tattoo. Um, so, um, yeah, um, that that's what I want to talk about. Um, and it's it's kind of an odd one because I, I feel because we talk about AI a lot, don't we, and about how is it right that someone can do this AI thing where it scours the internet, takes bits of pictures and makes it into another piece of art. And that could be my work involved in that. And I don't even know. So I feel like this kind of has sort of similarities to it. So um, just to go, to go through it, and I'm going to be sort of quoting from, um, from, from, from the article that I read, but uh, basically this, this happened in 2017. This is when, when it all started and it was an, an, an internet, it was, I think it was an Instagram post. I'm not sure if it's a reel or just a post, but it shows Kat Von D um, putting a tattoo on one of her friends. It wasn't even a customer either. So there was no money being involved. She's just doing this for a mate of um, her doing this tattoo on her friend, um, basically taking well, what she would say inspiration from a photo that was taken by Jeffrey Sedlick. Um, the, the photo was a 1989 portrait of Miles Davis. 
And you can see the, this picture in the background or on a bit of paper. I know a lot of tattoo artists, they, they draw out things and stuff, but this was basically that photo. And, and you can see a kind of copying it or or not copying it, that, but taking inspiration from it. And the photographer has gone, hang on a minute. <laughs> this is um, this is my work. You're just basically copying my work on on onto it. And um yeah, I, I first heard about this story, it was about, I think it was a week or so ago, and I have since heard that there has been a conclusion to all this, which I'll go into. But but basically, the, 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 two, the two parties are saying, so the photographer's basically saying, look, this is my photo, you're making money out of using my photo um, on this person's arm. Kat Von D responded by their, their claiming is, well, it's similar to the picture of your picture. It was just about inspiration rather than it being an actual copy. Um, but also, um, you know, because it was her friend, she wasn't making any money from it. Um, I, I think that last point is a bit ambiguous to me <laughs> because you're putting it on the Instagram page, which would then create you some sort of income. Um, it'll either entice new clients to come to you or, you know, people will want to download other things from it, you know. So indirectly, it would have made a money, that post, I'm sure. Um, but with the, the, I think the main crux of it and the reason why I want to discuss it is. Do you think it is copyright, Kat? Do you think it is a copyright <laughs> issue? Um, <laughs> well, that, that that's something that has to be thought through here my immediate you know if i was to give an immediate answer i mean this is the sort of thing that you do really need to think it through to me i think yeah first of all looking at the image where you've got miles davis holding up his his fingers to his lips as in sort of yep. as it says going shh you know yeah uh, sort of, actually reminds me of um the classic if anyone's familiar uh, with it it's a picture of robert johnson the legendary blues Mm. Uh, musician okay and it and it i mean i think there are only a couple of pictures two or three pictures ever taken of uh robert johnson and first of all that's the first thing that i thought when i saw that picture oh that reminds me of the classic robert johnson picture now mm. the, uh, the photographer that took that i wonder if the photographer took and i might be completely way off the line mark here but i wonder if any the photographer took any inspiration from that picture of Robert Johnson, because that was the first thing that I thought that's that you what it thought reminds of. me of, right? I mean, a couple uh, of things on that. I, I think there's always artistry. You're always going to be inspired by something else. Um, yeah. There's also a fair amount of time difference between, I mean, the Robert Johnson portraits must have been taken, what, 1920s? 1927, I think. I reckon it's probably 19. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah it, was, it was definitely in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. it was around that time. Whereas yeah. I think this, this picture of Miles Davis, uh, which... Um, which was taken, I think, originally in 1989. So, you know, it's not, I mean, I, I was alive when this portrait was taken, <laughs> which is a bit of a difference between the, that one and the Robert Johnson well, one. Um, is, but right. the, I think I think the thing that mainly spurred him on is the fact is that picture of her doing this tattoo with his picture in the background and the two looking very, very, very much the same. Well, they do. They do look the same. Of course they do. But the thing is, yeah. is what's stopping, you know, I mean, let's talk about tattoos, for example. You know, um, you you see you see people with uh, band names, don't you, or tattooed. Yeah. You know, yeah. All, it's, all, it's all part of the branding. Okay. So yep. why won't yep. 
Guns and Roses or something, sue everyone that's got a Guns and Roses tattoo. Okay, or the artist that designed the Guns and Roses logo. Okay, or I think it'd be more the you know, artist, wouldn't it? Right, the artist. Right. So why is the artist now? Probably, possibly, you know, we're, we're, they they might well say, well, actually, we bought the rights to the picture, and but and and that to me is similar. It's a piece of art. Okay, forget the fact that it's a mm. photo, a drawing, an illustration, a painting, whatever it is. It's the same sort of thing. So anyone that's got a tattoo could will probably be sued somewhere along the line. Okay, I see. Uh, I, I see. Um, people with uh, tattoos of footballers, right? You know, yeah. and you know, and and that, and that would have come from a picture somewhere. What about the club logo? How many how many people mm. out there have got tattoos of their favourite football team? Okay, there's there's millions of people out there that have got their tattoos. You know, so I, I guess it depends want... on the process of the of the of the tattoo artist. I mean, I know. I mean, my studio, there's a tattoo artist next door to my studio and I know what he does. He he draws, he draws the stuff out first hmm. before then yeah. doing it as, a, as, as as an actual piece of art. Whereas this looks like it's just been printed out <laughs> from a printer and it's just been blankly copied. I, I, I don't know. I think, um, it's, I think there's also part of me that says here that, look, take it as a compliment. You know, um, you know, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, this, this, Photography, it's obviously, you know, who, who did it. He's probably had a very successful career. I'm just assuming here, all right, you know, yeah. and take it as a compliment, you know. I mean, that Mars Davis picture has probably been copied thousands of times over the years, yeah. right, by somebody, whether it's students who are doing it. I'm sure mm. that there are musicians out there that have copied that style for their own album cover. He's just not been yeah. aware of it. You know, take it, to me, yeah. it's take it as a compliment, you know, and you know, if anything, it's going to help sell a few more Miles Davis albums, right? You know, yeah, uh, but that's not going to help the photographer, is it? It's, no, exactly, it's not going to help the photographer. So, you know, should it be Miles Davis's, you know, um, record company, or you know, um, you know, whoever owns the Miles Davis, uh, you know, um, the whole sort of his yeah, his collection. The- such the back catalog the, kind the, of thing. The catalog, that's the word mm. I'm looking for. So it's it's too vague. I I I'm yeah. I have to say I'm glad it went the right way. I'm glad that well, it didn't. I'm just I'm it, just so gonna I'm, glad it, I'm, I'm gonna just, say it, you know. Yeah, so apparently um uh, yeah I'll I'll come so um uh, basically the, the jurors in, in the case I think it took them about two hours to come to a verdict. Uh, so the eight jurors, and I'm, I'm now quoting from Petapixel because I saw the conclusion on a, on on Petapixel. I think it's Petapixel. Um, and basically, the eight jurors decided that Bondi's tattoo, um, well as a planning sketch and four related social media posts, were not substantially similar to Sedlick's copyrighted portrait of jazz legend Miles Davis at the centre of the trial, and therefore did not violate violate copyright law. Um, following the four-day trial, the jury also found that three other social media posts made to Vondi's personal and business accounts that also referenced the photo qualified as fair use. Um, bear in mind, though, fair use is different, I think, in the UK and it is in the US. So I think there is a bit of difference there. I don't know what all the differences are. Um, so basically, Cap Vondi's lawyers basically saying this should never have gone to court. This is they're basically saying this is a waste of time. It's ridiculous. Um, however, Sedlick's lawyer uh apparently they're, they're going to appeal the verdict so it's not finished finished um mm. so but i guess you know what are we talking about i mean 
talking about a photo being penned in or, uh, to a different medium so you know uh, uh as in a tattoo how do you feel about this compared to because i made the the, the sort of the, the the comparison to what's going on with the a with with the ai stuff that kind of can take your picture off your website and turn it into something else without you even knowing the thing is is i've you know i've always said that you know stuff is copied and regurgitated and used as influence it's been like that since well you know forever and a day really you know mm. nothing nothing is really original you know um it, it, yeah I, I i get that every, I, yeah I, everything everything is a mishmash of of different ideas that were put together and and that, that came together you know somewhere along the line and people develop their own ideas but they've all come from somewhere haven't they you know um yeah but th yeah i guess but this is let's say a let's say a young up-and-coming photographer did something with the ai program that takes all the images i forget which what it's called now um uh, made uh, puts together this great big piece and it sells for two million pounds in Sotheby's or something right yeah and yeah. part of that image is actually your work let's right. say it's yeah. one of your wedding clients that you've posted on your website um yeah. let's say it's a picture of a bride and they've taken the face yeah and this person has now gotten two million pounds and you get nothing your client gets nothing uh but it is your work how do you feel about that? Huh. It's too, the whole thing is just too vague. You know, it's a convoluted how, example. I give you that. how precious can you get with it though? That's the thing. How precious do you want to get with, with your own but, work? I don't know. I'm, you know, it's, uh, you it's know, some people making money off your work, I guess. It, yeah, it is. But you know, like I said, people have been doing it forever and a day. I mean, you, you hear it with songs and, chord structures and notes that have been copied you hear it all the time oh yeah. that sounds and like ed sheeran's gone to court several times because of it yeah, yeah. um yeah. you know yeah. so it, that that is a thing and i think he's been quite lucky in some cases to be honest with you because some of them are like mm, that is pretty close to be fair um, yeah that's right yeah but 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 this is not that this is not this is very different to someone does a chord pattern a very progressive chord pattern let's say it's a uh, a G to a D to an E, right? Which is yeah. the most basic chords um, yeah. and structures of song. That is very different to two people using that chord structure for different songs to, to yeah. your actual work. The pixels have been taken from your website without your knowledge and someone's made a bomb out of it, um, yeah. as in money, um, and you're getting nothing. Do you not feel that, like, hang on a minute, this is this is wrong? I do well, yes, it is. But the thing is, is how far do you how far do you take that? You know, well, you've copied my photo, mm. you've copied my bit of music, mm. and you know, yeah, the music is different because we're not talking. I'm not talking about sampling. I no, mean, there was a big yeah. hoo ha with vanilla. I mean, really long time ago with vanilla ice and Queen, wasn't there? Oh, of course. I you mean, th that's been going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's loads of yeah. stuff that's going. Yeah. But new laws came out after because of that, I think. Mm, yeah. Uh, because quite frankly, it was a, it was yeah. it was a yeah. rip off. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that was that was blatant. But but then again, saying that, you also got to look at how much money that that was generating, and that's generating a hell of a lot more than tattoos for a tattoo artist. So why yeah, don't but you, not so, for Queen. 
No, not for really? Queen. It didn't but, generate but any money of, for Queen. No, it didn't. But the thing is, for Vanilla Ice, right? He, I mean, he he was generating a lot of money out of it. Which for a tattoo yeah. artist, yeah. you're talking not a lot of money. Yeah. Not, no, I, yeah, I, I, I get that. Know. Although I will just I will just caveat that with Kat Von D is not any tattoo artist. She is like one of the yeah. tattoo artists to go to. Yeah, of, um, of course. And. and yeah, I mean, it's one of these things. But going back a to a group of people yeah. are having a conversation, and there's no way, mm. you know, someone is there and say, No one's going to copy my work. I'd have them yeah. right over it. Whereas I'm sort of, I don't know, what can you, you know, do you want to do yeah. something? Do you feel that strongly that you're going to do something about it? I mean, if, if somebody used a photo that I took or they blatantly copied it and it went on to the front cover of an album and that album sold millions of copies, and yes, then I would say, yeah. I want something for that. Whereas if some, local tattoo artist used it i would sort of say hey that's great i may actually sort of say it'd be nice to get a credit for it but i wouldn't say yeah. any more than that but did yeah. she credit it i don't know i don't think she, she did could no. actually, she could have actually she could have killed it straight away by saying that i've taken I mean, she may well have done i've taken this this is an inspiration from photographer such as that oh you know of, a, of this particular album cover and whatever and yeah you know and, and, i don't and know if she did that one I don't know if she did. So maybe some acknowledgement would be good if you know mm. you're blatantly yeah. ripping it off. Yeah, acknowledge that person. You know, mm. that's acknowledge that bit of work. And um, mm. I think it's one way possibly to sort of, yeah. uh, you know, soften soften it a little bit. Unless I mean, I guess my. Been... Oh, carry on. No, I was going to, unless some people i'm not saying about this instance here but some people are very financially greedy aren't they and they want their yeah. they want their bit of something don't they regardless yeah. of how it's going to affect somebody else i mean it's i mean for, me, for, i was just going to say for me i think it's um i i don't think they should have gone to court really i think on the swing of things yes it was inspiration yes it was i i guess the actual tattoo wasn't the problem i think more the post for me was the problem um i haven't checked the actual post maybe she said yes i'm doing this from this picture by jeffrey slick and and you know i think that probably would have been all right the actual tattoo yeah. it's it's different because it's a different art form it's not a complete copy yeah 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 you know it's like a painting isn't it it's a very different form of media you're not just using what's been done and just regurgitating it because you're doing it i think there is a difference however i still think i was trying to compare it to the ai stuff and i don't think you really answered on the whole sotheby's example i gave which is you know it's, it's far-fetched and vague i get mm. that but I think you kind of did if you said, well, if that gets put on an album and it sells millions, I'd have an issue with it. Mm. I would too. Um, yeah. I think if someone made two million pounds out of a, a picture sale in Sotheby's when some of it is actually my work, which I've spent hours editing, photographing, I would have an issue with that as well. Yeah, I would so you've got to put it. Yeah. 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 So it's a, level of, However, it's a level of where you take it. Well, it's a level. It's, 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 it's what where it's, it's used. If, if it's pixel for pic, no, not necessarily that. I think for me, if it's pixel for pixel copied from my website, mm. if they've lifted the work from my website, put it onto their work, they haven't. And, and yes, they might have done other stuff to it. Unless I've agreed to that. And I'm not talking about stock images here. If you if I put this image on a stock image mm. and I've got my money from that, that's a different matter. I'm talking about someone who has, has used the program, taken the imagery off my website without my knowledge, consent or any of that and has made money out of it, I have an issue with it. 
if mm. someone is doing it as a tattoo, I don't have an issue with it. Yes, they're copying my picture maybe from the screen, but it's their talents. You know, I couldn't copy that Miles Davis picture as, as an art. You know, that's their skill as an artist, as a tattoo artist. And there's a difference there. Whereas someone just blatantly lifting my work and putting it onto theirs, not happy with that. Yeah. that's my take, subject anyway. yeah that's right yeah it's a subject that i think that uh, everyone's really got an opinion about haven't they but uh there you yeah. go anyway mark let's yeah. uh let's uh, let's grab a drink yes okay mark um top 10 photos that change the world now go on then we, right okay now we all know um we're all familiar with a lot of photos in, in history that have you know uh that have been taken from something, you know, whether it's an iconic, you know, let's just take going back World War II or something. There's loads of iconic pictures that, that everyone has come across at some point. They might not know yeah. where it was taken or why and uh, and all that, but they know that they've seen that photo somewhere before. I mean, there's a classic mm. photo, which is, I think it's generally called the Afghan girl taken by photographer Steve Curry. Very, very famous oh, photo. Yes. Of, yeah. uh, you know, he actually retook it. He retook that photo with her as an did, older older lady. Oh, did he? Right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And and it was obviously her eyes, the way that she was. She was. Um, it was. It, it was everything about you know her life in you know, the way she was looking into the camera and her eyes. But but so many people have seen that picture. Okay. But yeah. Was it a photo that necessarily changed the world? You know. Um, now the reason why I brought this up, I was watching something on the History Channel. Uh, going back a few days ago and uh, I'm just going to quote from it because I looked it up online because I thought this is interesting because when they were going through a lot of the pictures I was there were some pictures I hadn't seen and somewhere that was so obviously uh, you know should be there but there was some some pictures that I thought oh I'm surprised I haven't got this or that picture there but I'm just going to read from uh, just a paragraph from um, the history website and it says history and photography have always been fickle bedfellows and predicting what photos will ingrain themselves into the rich tapestry of world history can be tough. Some photos are conceived with long-lasting recognition in mind, while others find themselves slowly climbing to the top as historical values and are analysed and modern as modern attitudes change. And mm. and so we, when we look at, you know, as the world changes and we see now what goes on, um, you know, I always say that every generation pushes the boundaries. You know, everything is taken further than the previous generation. Um, mm. But photos, for, and particularly black, when they're in black and white, they there's something about them that have this powerful thing that, regardless of almost when it was taken, it just has something that's that's incredibly powerful. Now, I'm good. Mm. I'm. I'm you know, I'm not going to talk about any of the images in detail. I'm just going to give a brief description. We're not doing this on video, although as people have been listening to the podcast, we will be video soon. Yeah. So let's take one photo, for example. Okay. The moon landing. Okay. Was it 1968, 1969, 1969? Yeah. Okay. We're not talking about one picture in particular, but we're talking about a photo of, you know, man on the moon for the first time. That's iconic. That did change the world, didn't it? If you believe it happened, Mark. As you I was just going to ask, do you believe those photographs actually came from the moon? I'm not so sure myself. I, I, I'm not. I, can, I think we went to the moon. Don't get me wrong. I think we went. I'm well, just not convinced the photos came from the moon. Just looking just... at the shadowing and looking at the lighting 
and certain things that happened. And I completely get it. They had to they had to show Russia that they got there first. I, I get why they would fake it. Um, and I don't think that means they didn't do it. But I think <laughs> some... I don't know. Maybe the maybe the picture of him going down the ladder was real, but that was more the video, wasn't it? And one small step for man and all that. But um, yeah, I don't know. So, there's there's some that, there's some suspect stuff there. I'm glad you mentioned that because I've always thought there's been lots of theories about that. But I, in my the way I see that, I've had my doubts about it more so recently because very recently, um, is it Japan have sent something to the moon and they lost mm. contact? It was low on battery power. And I think in recent days, it was charged back up again. They managed to do that. Mm. India successfully sent something to the south. And I think the only countries that have successfully had had successful moon missions are the US, Russia, China, India, and now Japan. Mm. But in more so recent times, they've not been without their problems at all. And it's not as mm. easy. I thought just going to the moon was was fairly easy, really. But it's not. So it's yeah, not, no. it could be a doubt. But let's just take for a moment that these photos are real, because yeah. again, there's another reason why you mentioned it. If we could take any of these photos. They might not be real. They may have been set up by photographers anyway. There's a lot of war yeah. photos that have been set up by photographers that have yeah. that have been proved to be, you know, some of the yeah. magnum photographers, some of those photographers who said were, you know, were these photos actually real? So another photo that changed. So we're talking about the man on the moon photos. Okay, another photo that changed the course of history was um, the view from the window at Lagra by uh, Nias for Nieps. Okay, and this was the world's first photo uh, that was taken. And it says the first entry on our list is naturally the oldest surviving photo ever taken, the one from the rooftops that was actually taken, and that is and and that to me is a picture that did change the course of history. Really, that was the first, and after that photo, it's generated everything else now that we've seen. So that mm. one definitely is. We're not talking about anything that's particularly hard hitting. Uh, we're just talking about you know um, that as being the very first photo. Okay, so there's one. Okay, number three, and I'm not, these are in no particular order. The Hiroshima bomb. Okay, um, we all know that mm -hmm. mushroom cloud. We've seen that. Yeah. That changed the course of history. Uh, I mean, the way that photo has been taken, it's an amazing photo. Just in itself, it is. It is an incredible. It is an incredibly powerful photo. Um, anybody can look at that and and be struck by it because they all know what's gone on there, even if they don't know anything yeah. about history. Um, they'll know that what they'll know that there was something, something terrible has happened there. Um, mm. So again, uh, yeah, a, a, again a classic, uh, an, another classic photo there. Okay, and then we come on to you see. There's a lot of war images, a lot of very harrowing images. You very rarely see very happy photos. Um, everything provokes. Uh, uh, well, I real... guess a lot of these pictures, a lot of these pictures kind of give you a call to action, don't they? And happy pictures don't tend to do that. Uh, um... That's just it. You know, that they say that, um, you know, without protest, there would be no change. And, mm. you know, this is, you know, and I guess this, it, it's true of a photo as well. Um, the next one that I'm going to uh, refer to is the photo of the airship um and the hindenburg, oh, the hindenburg yeah that's right mm. yeah and it says the passenger airship was traveling from frankfurt germany to new jersey in the us and when it caught fire 
right before landing and the disaster doomed the Zeppelin industry with Sam Shear's photo becoming closely associated with the airships. Again, a very, very famous picture. Um, and again, again, another photo where you, you don't need to know anything about it, but you know that that was a disaster. You know that there was a, a disaster on a huge scale. And uh, again, the, the angle that it was taken from, we're talking photographically here, everything about that photo just sort of screams dynamic, doesn't it? It just tells you everything. Mm-hmm. And then we come on to some of the four, the war photos, and there's on the, another one called Raising the Flag on Iwo Jima. It says, one of the most iconic photos of World War II, Raising the Flag on, uh, I might not pronounce it right, Iwo Jima by photographer Joe Rosenthal has been engraved nationwide into the minds of Americans as a symbol of victory and patriotism. And uh, I remember when um, the 9-11 attack happened and they tried to Mm. recreate something quite similar to that. And uh, and, um, again, that was a very iconic photo. And then that goes Mm. on to the next one, the photos that were taken from the 9-11 disasters. Yeah, I mean, I think I've still got like a newspaper clipping. Um, right, that, that, the day after, because obviously that's when all the all the news headlines were. You know, the papers were just full of all of this. So I don't know where it is. I've got them. I've got it somewhere because I felt it was just such a. Uh, well, it was a massive, massive thing, wasn't it? And yeah. you know, it's not one of those incidents. It, it's not something that happens when you say once in a lifetime. You think it's an amazing thing, and it's obviously not. But it is an event that doesn't happen very often um and i i lived through it and i saw it and also we all lived through the aftermath of it as well um so yeah it was i mean it was it was such a it was oh i'm trying to find words that aren't insulting because i don't i don't want to be insulting about it um but it was a spectacle you know this was like something out of a movie flying planes into a building on purpose it it yeah it's so fantastical Yeah, and, and the other one that comes horrific at the same time. And the other one that comes is another 9-11 photo. And basically it's the falling man. Um, the guy yeah. that jumps out of the building. Um, and basically oh, lo- loads just, of them did that. Oh no, you just see this guy just going head down. Um, and shot by Richard Drew says Richard Drew's image shows a man falling from the World Trade Center's twin towers shortly after the building was struck by a hijacked airliner. Drew's picture represents us with a single momentary detail of one man's tragedy as he plunges to his death. Yeah. Um, and it, it's shocking just looking at it because it portrays all sorts of emotions and it relates very well to my next picture as well. Because this, that picture was, as every picture is caught in a moment, but that particular picture where he, you know, he's jumped from the building and he's mm. just going head down first. And that was caught in the moment. And the next one is not so, it's got nothing to do with war, nothing harrowing at all, but it was, but it, but it coined something in photography. And that was the decisive moment by Henry Cartier-Bresson. Um, oh, I know the, the one. That phrase, Just... the, you know, the man jumping over the puddle. So and... yeah, there's loads of things because the clock face behind him is doing the same action as the legs. And yeah, I think there's a right. poster behind them. There's also doing the same movement with the legs as well or something like that. So yeah. it all kind of works together, which is, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, that's right. And he coined that phrase. I was saying that, you know, the decisive moment, the photo that was taken at that, at mm. that moment in time. So we're sort of jumping into slightly different things here, but then we go back mm. again to something that's sort of quite war. Another one, another one on the list is the tank man shot in 1989. Uh, so if I said the tank but, man, would that? It's, it's that. T-1000 
Tiananmen Square. It is, yeah. Okay, Jeff Widener's yeah. image of a lone Chinese civilian blocking an advanced column of tanks in Beijing perfectly symbolizes courage, defiance, and the injustice of repressive authoritarianism. I was on holiday at the time. I think I was somewhere in Spain when that when that was all going on. Yeah. I do remember that as it was was actually happening. And that image. I don't really remember it. I mean, I was, was it 1989? Did you say it was? Yeah. Some, yeah. 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 I was either eight or nine years old. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I remember when that, that was going on um, and not again, wanting to talk about, you know, you can't avoid it really. The napalm girl, um, you know, the, uh, the, the photo of the children running down the street, you know, oh. with the, the, the look of horror on their faces. Yeah. And it says, arguably, Vietnam was the first war where the power of photojournalism came to the fore. Um, mm. the, Second World, the Second World War had been extensively photographed, but the immediacy of the coverage in Vietnam and the volume of images published transformed Vietnam into a war that played out into the full glare of the public eye. And that was a thing now, you see. We see things immediately, don't we? We see things on news channels. You know, we we see things live as they're actually happening. Mm. We see photojournalists on the front line, uh, you know, live on CNN, BBC or whatever, you know, and, um, and, and that will only become more and more. So I wonder if we're becoming desensitized to images that we see now. I don't know if we are, uh, but when you see these images in black and white, they, there's something about them. No, I, I'm not sure if it's the fact that they're in black and white. Uh, I think we're so oversaturated now with 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 pictures. You know, everyone's got a smartphone, everyone's got a camera. Like you said, the 24-hour news cycles, all that kind of stuff. It's not so much it was black and white. It was just it wasn't. It it was more of a thing. Do you know what I mean? You know, it you didn't have. I mean, like you said, Second World War. Uh, Second World War kind of started it, I guess. With we don't mm. have many pictures of the First World War. Or yeah. you know anything that happened before no, then, so but you're right. The Vietnam War is is obviously the iconic moment when it comes to photography and war photography. I'd say because mm. they're the ones that you think of straight away, mainly because there was more of them. Yes, um, yeah, the, the, yeah. And, yeah, and but yeah, nowadays there, there are so many. I mean, you know, when you see a something terrible happens, well, you know, we, we obviously we, we spoke about Gaza um a couple of episodes ago i think it was um and um you know I, I, you see a lot of footage now which is just from mobile phones you know you, you don't need to have journalists on the on the ground anymore the civilians will just upload it with their mobile phones um and it's everywhere is it so yeah maybe that's yeah. why pictures these days are less less iconic i don't know yeah well we'll see with time won't we Next one that's on the list mm. is the Black Power salute at the 1960 oh, the Olympics. That's right, yeah. Gold mm. medal winner Tommy Smith and bronze medal winner John Carlos raise a Black Power salute at the 1968 Mexico Olympics. It's a grainy image. Again, black and white. It, it's a, a hugely powerful image. And again, it's a photo that yeah. did change the world. It did. It has, um, you know, people are familiar with it. People have. It took a um, while. It, it it took a while, but people people know it. People and people know that it still means yeah. something to this day. And now we obviously mm -hmm. have the uh, um, the 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 kneel, don't we? The, the one knee. Uh, I know that. Yeah, so is that still happening now? I think a lot of Premier. Premier I think a lot of Premier League grounds are still doing it. I think that's one of the things that um, they're doing, uh, and, and it's come from that. Essentially, it comes from that. 
Next one, um, I'm not going to talk about a picture in general, um, but the celebration in London and on D-Day, okay, when the war was over. Um, that oh, was yeah. hugely iconic, those moments. And that was mm. a, you know, you can say that that was a happy time, you know. Um, we know what yeah, it went on still, before that, but it, it's, still, it's regarded as a desperate time. So. Exactly, but it was a time of, it was, it was celebration. And that, well, actually, I don't like to use that word. Let's say it was a moment of relief, shall we say? Mm. Uh, I think that's I think probably, so. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, uh, a, a couple more because there are so many. I've even lost count, you know, and they said it was the top 10 pictures. Um, <laughs> the photo, I'm not going to bring in John F. Kennedy's, uh, when, when, when John F. Kennedy uh, was shot in 1963, because look, we know it's iconic. We know it changed things, but there is something that relates to that. And it's at John F. Kennedy's funeral. Uh, when it's John F. Kennedy Jr. salutes his father at JFK State Funeral, and it's this little boy just saluting, um, mm. surrounded by everyone dressed in black, and I think it's is it Bobby Kennedy that's just behind him. Again, an, another truly iconic image um, that uh, you know stood the test of time, uh, you know, and it's still a very very powerful one. Um, and one last one uh, I'm going to come on to. I was trying to find, and well, I guess we've already done it. it. Was a sport one, and I guess it was that Black Power salute. Well, let's take mm. that as the that's that. Here's another one. Okay, it's my last one. It's a color image. This one, and it's the one where uh, Obama, Clinton, and Biden watch live footage of Navy SEALs storming Osama bin Laden's compound in May 2011, and they're all watching, sitting there watching. As in Hillary Clinton, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you what, got what me confused I, what, there. What, what did I say? Uh, just, I you may have just said Clinton, but <laughs> so I suddenly thought Bill Clinton. It's Hillary there. Clinton. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, Hillary Clinton is there, and they're all sitting watching the screen of what was actually happening yeah. live when Osama bin Laden was 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 taken down. Yeah. Um. You know, and that was in 2011, and they're all just sitting watching the screen there. You know, they've got their cups of coffee, their laptops out there, and uh, uh, so again, I think of those are pictures that 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 changed the world. So. I, I think, own. yeah, they, they do. They do. I mean, I'd, I'd probably add a couple of my own as well. Um, I think when people say change the world, and I understand why you pick the pictures that you have, because obviously they're, they're, they were quite serious topics hmm. um, in, in what they are. I mean, I, I remember a picture that I'm, sh I'm sure changed a lot of people's minds was when Demi Moore posed basically naked. I forgot what magazine it was. It might have been Time magazine. She was pregnant, pregnant but yeah. she had a body painter paint a suit on her um so you couldn't tell she was naked but she was actually naked um and i just that was a very liberating picture i felt uh for pregnant women around the world um and i thought that was quite quite an opener and of course the nirvana baby i think that um signifies a lot of change maybe in the in the in the music industry i guess but also about a certain certain type of people who you know it re who nirvana represented do you know what i mean uh so there were people that you know not necessarily the jocks um you know there were the, the the nerds of the school the maybe the 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 less popular kids at school they had a voice and mm. that nirvana baby picture for me kind of almost signifies that so that there's a couple that i'd like to throw in um also there's the rage against uh, i'm going, going album Wait. covers there's 
We're going to come on to album covers, another one. one. (laughs) I'm going to stop you there, because that's coming. That's coming. Top 10 album covers. That's coming. Photographic. Well, I want to mention this one, because it is a photographic cover, um, Mm. and it's similar to some of the ones that you you went to. It's a serious one. It's when the the monk um, set fire to himself. Yeah. Um, That's on the Rage Against Machine first album. But, um, yeah, I think... um, there are some lots of pictures that that have changed. Susie smoking that's a great fashion fashion picture as well uh, by Nick Knight. Um, you know, there, there's 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 quite a few there as well. But yeah, it's just yeah. Maybe Who's we should do a top print? ten domestic, not domestic, um, non-war photos that. Yeah, yeah. That I, so, the world, maybe you know maybe we should saying? look I'm, into that. I was looking for something happy. I was looking for something that's yeah. you know that 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 were that were good events because you know there's a there's a, a yin and a yang, isn't there? There's a balance in this world. Yeah. And we have to do that. Why not? Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll do one top 10 greatest happy moments in life, you know, iconic photos or something yeah, like or, that. Yeah. You know. well, it's a, yeah. Absolutely. You know, portray so, that, so, yeah. Portray that emotion. But yeah, uh, always interesting, these these uh, these top 10 lists, because it uh, provokes mm. something like this, you know, music is a classic thing, you know, top 10 artists of all time or top 10 photographers, mm. you know, it's always going to provoke a reaction. Um, regardless, you know, I, you know, I spoke about specific events, I suppose, but within those, we know that there were very many iconic photos. Good stuff, Mark. Mm. Good to um, go through those. Now, Mark, I'm just going to finish off on one thing, uh, and yep. that is the up-and-coming photography and video show. Uh, yes. And we had um, Hazel Soper, one of the organisers of the we show. We did. Uh, well, that head, head honcho organiser, I think. <laughs> exactly, that's right. Yeah. Now, very kindly, the photography show have given us a discount that we can pass on to our listeners, a discount to the show, <laughs> where you can you can get 20% off uh, entry and the tickets into the show. We're going hey. to put the, that link down. So we're really pleased that they've given us that, that we can pass on. Yep. Now, that does expire on the 14th of March. So there's, there's plenty of time, but... You know, please make time. sure that you you get your tickets it is the we are going event. to remind you yeah, yeah. we'll remind you yeah. every week don't worry exactly it is the event to uh, uh to attend if you're professional if you're a hobbyist you just want to get into photography you're a student just learning you know get along to there at uh, the photography show uh in march Excellent okay. stuff. All righty. Well, I uh, just want to say thanks to you guys for, for listening to us waffle on about stuff. Um, I hope you find it um, entertaining, enjoyable, maybe a bit educational. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to uh, to seeing you again on the next one. Bye for now. Cheers, guys. 